If you're a millennial and think you've got TikTok figured out, this podcast ain't for you. If you thought this was a Drake or Beyonce stand podcast, this podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as me, me, this podcast podcast ain't for you. you. Uh, Welcome to episode 26 of You Mad It's a Mean Podcast, a podcast where we discuss the things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. It's your boy Chuck. And Jordan. Uh, and this week, we're your favorite podcast, Dr. Fauci White House interview. I can't think of anything else, so we're going to go with that. Uh, so, yeah, man, this week has been slow. Mm-hmm. It's not much to talk about. But before- it also doesn't help that we um, literally just recorded like four days ago. Yeah, that has a lot to do with it. But we're giving people the content. We're, we're letting our fans know that we love them. And before we, we start, I have to apologize to one of our, our listeners. Uh, last week, we discussed the draft, uh, and we were talking about C.D. Lamb, and we said he went to Alabama. He doesn't go to no fucking Alabama. Who said he went to Alabama? I said he went to Alabama. And he Did you? Goes, I thought we talked about Oklahoma. No, nah, we definitely said Alabama a few times. Uh, so I would like to formally apologize to TJ. He hit me up on Twitter. He, he charged my card a little bit. And, uh, you know, I don't want no smoke. I don't want it. So CD Lamb went to OU. And, you know, mistakes are made. We, we aren't <laughs> perfect, man. I just had to get that out there. I told him I was going to apologize. I'm glad you follow through on your work. Yeah, man. If if it's one thing that we do is base everything in facts. Exactly. Positive information. We do nothing but research before we record. (laughs) (laughs) In all actuality, we're like, man, what the fuck we finna talk about this week? And we do the same shit. Just kind of look through our timelines. Like, oh, this looks stupid enough to discuss for 10 minutes. And that's how we get to shit. So so, let's let's get down to the nitty gritty. We're gonna piss some people off, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, music came out this week. It sure did. Yeah, man. Friday was a good day. Uh, since we're doing nothing to send in our house, I've said before, man. Once when artists realize to drop music, you're gonna get buzz. You're gonna go platinum just because nobody has anything else to do but listen to fucking music. Uh, and Drake, Beyonce, Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj, and uh, Megan Thee Stallion. They, they gave us entertainment for the week. You, you ain't got nothing? I was, I was just trying to, th- I thought you were going to keep going. Um, well, let's save Drake for last, because I know. Okay. I know. <laughs> yeah. Also, this week, not that anyone cares, but in the world of... Um, LGBTQ music, IA plus all that. Todrick Hall released a EP mixtape, whatever, called Quarantine Queen, and they're just songs about shit in quarantine, Who which is, is interesting. <laughs> Damn it! So Todrick Hall is actually a Texas native. Um, how do I explain him? He like got well. He was on American Idol, but then he got kind of famous. He went viral for making YouTube videos, basically. And a lot of his stuff is like parodies of different songs or artists or mashups or whatever. But what he really 
is most notable for is um, his video production because he does it all himself, which has mm. also led him in hot water because in this recent months, supposedly he didn't pay some dancers for a very popular video. That's neither here nor there. Um, but he got it. He had an MTV show for a whole season of how he does it because since he does it himself, it's like pretty wild how quickly he like gets it together because he can come up with a concept and have the song produced ready to go and a video completely ready to go in two to three days. Mm. Almost every single time, which is why he was because he was able to do this. He did a complete redo of a song from an album that he put out last year and made it quarantine based and then performed it for a digital drag show. He's not a drag queen, but he does do drag sometimes because he's just a gay artist, but um, kind of did like a fully produced video with it, with all of his people being at home. So he just works really fucking hard uh something that a lot of people say is the devil does not rest and neither does Todrick hall mm. but there's Chris like Jenner. yeah the only song that i have heard was an entire song about tiger king and it was kind of kind of lit not mm. gonna lie did you see that tom cruise is about to star in a tv adaptation of the tiger king uh they said nicholas cage fam nick cage <laughs> One of my folks. Like. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Shit. Close enough. Uh-oh. Yes, I saw that, and I don't care. I think it's fake, but uh, I just well, now there, there's a lot of news outlets saying that that is a true thing. Damn, they exploding the fuck out of it. <laughs> uh, let's Dude, get down to this know, music. No, hold on, wait. Before okay. we move on, you know who's exploiting the fuck out of the situation is Etsy shops. There are so many T-shirt printing. Vinyl cup printing, floor mat making, blanket making motherfuckers that are making so much money off of talking. And uh, I also just read an article that said that two YouTubers tricked Carol Baskin into her first interview after the premiere. (laughs) I've seen that as well. Nobody that signed up for this knew what they were signing up for, except for maybe the couple of people that are kind of sane that worked at the zoo. Well, I've seen somebody on Twitter say something like, y'all are doing nothing but giving him all the light that he wanted. Like, y'all make him as big and as famous as he ever expected to be. So, I mean, he's probably not getting any kind of royalties off his likeness or anything because he's in jail and they probably tricked him into (laughs) signing some shit. But I'm about to die from COVID. Exactly. (laughs) Wait, he got COVID? That that was like a rumor, supposedly confirmed. Supposedly he was... He had been moved to like a hospital wing because he was sick, but no one knew what it was. And then I never followed back up on that because I got to the point where I really didn't want to give him any more light. <laughs> Probably AIDS, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Stop! <laughs> uh, on Nicki Minaj's stance, hear me out. Listen to me. Doja Cat is here. Nicki Minaj needs to go away somewhere. I'm tired of it. I'm getting sick and tired of this old washed up Betty trying to reinvent the pony. I I just can't get jiggy with it. Yeah, I just feel like it's still the same note and the same thing over and over again. For someone who was known, who came in the game as an innovator and as someone who did so many different things, I'm confused. Like, what does she need to go to, like, a a, a resort and do some peyote like what do we need to do to unlock her chakras because something is blocked she doesn't have old dude anymore what's his name uh 
Safari. Yeah, she doesn't have Safari to write her bars. Uh, so let's take a step back. Doja Cat, which is one of my bays, one of my spirit <laughs> animals. I I absolutely love uh, Doja and been loving her since she came out with a song about a cow. That was my <laughs> shit. I sang every word like I wrote it myself. Ever since then, I've been paying attention. Uh, like screamed it in bars whenever DJs would play it. Oh, <laughs> would yeah. Not I, I acted a plum ass. Uh, so she recruited our guy Nicki Minaj on uh, the remix to Say So. And Say So is a 60s vibe-ish. 70s. 70s. Yeah. (laughs) A vibe-ish song. Real chill. Uh, Nicki Minaj gets on the remix and does the same and you know uh, (laughs) all that singing. Oh my god. We apologize for the ear blood. (laughs) Jesus. Nah, that's how she sounded. Nikki needs to apologize to me for making me listen to her do that dumb ass shit on the song. <laughs> so once when she did that, that lost me. And then the bars were kind of flat. It, it When you get somebody that big, which, like it or not, Nicki Minaj is the biggest rapper, woman rapper out. Like, she still moves mountains anytime she wants mm-hmm. to. Uh but for her to come on and just give C plus bars at best. Like, bitch, you ain't coming out with no music. You're not doing nothing special. You ain't got no projects. You could have came hard and, like, really killed it and made it something. But you made it nothing. Yeah, I don't know. She just has gotten so stagnant. And it's the same thing over and over again. And I just don't get it. And I just, I, it is like she hung on to Safari style and just kept it there. And I wonder if she just goes home to her new baby daddy. It's just like, wait, not baby daddy. Husband. What the fuck they got going? Fake husband. Miss Petty. To, oh, <laughs> I forgot that's her new last name. That's kind of funny, though. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, what what you got going? Like, <laughs> the mojo ain't there. What's all happening? All she's doing is just paying for both their flights and paying for all their drinks and, you know, <laughs> being nothing but the wallet. She's a sugar mama now. Here's the thing, though. She has been through some shit in the last couple of years with, like, her brother and, like, and not that she hasn't brought some of it on herself, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's the same thing with, like, Kanye that she's, like, there's something she's not facing to get through to do what she needs to do. And maybe she just needs, because there was a point in time where Nicki Minaj was considered the, like, ideal female mogul. Yeah. Like, she had so many business deals in so many different places. I mean, you can still buy Mix today. I still have never tried it. She was a little ahead of her time. Now the seltzer and the wine mixers and shit are out, which is what mm. you're drinking right now. <laughs> That's exactly right. what Mix is. But no one really, like, paid it. Like, uh, well, also, we weren't in a drinking age yet. So maybe it was just, like, you either, <laughs> when it came out, all we could do was either run through the store real quick and point at something and run out so someone would let whoever we have iron workers buy. Remember when you couldn't buy and you had to like tell somebody what you wanted but you have no fucking clue what you wanted so you'd just be like just give me something fruity and like strong like give me some really tasty vodka and like a lot of it and whatever's the cheapest at the biggest size but it's also a flavor. And all you would get back is Smirnoff a handle of fucking Smirnoff and it'd be like oh like this is the (laughs) This is all I can get with the twenty five dollars you gave me. Was the people that would be like would want extra 
for you to like pay them to go get you some liquor. Like, motherfucker, yeah. you was gonna go anyway. Can you just grab me something? Hell. Ironically, I I've relied on a lot of people to get me liquor, but not too many people have hit me up. Other than like my little brother, he's probably the only one that like will have me get him liquor. But other than that, nobody's yeah. ever asked me. I was always the connect and like having to organize it, but I've literally I don't think I've ever bought anybody like alcohol for themselves except for maybe my brother like once. But that's it. Would you do it for for a high school student? If I was like walking in and someone was like, "Can you give me something?" Yeah, no, yeah. I don't got time. You look Damn. like a narc. What if McLovin. it's just <laughs> 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 fucking McLovin? What if it's like you know some reminds you of you when you were that age, like you know. Tall. <laughs> There's like a, a thick young blonde white girl outside. Yeah, like with a bunch of, <laughs> with a bunch of black kids around her. It look like they can dunk or run through a truck or can't read. <laughs> or skinny as a bet. That is so rude. Nope, I'm not helping her. I feel like you can I, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna help her and be like sis. <laughs> Run. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Listen to me. No. no but... I need I need a personal relationship before I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna do it for a stranger. You got me fucked up. I am not gonna get a ticket for you. My shit is too sensitive. Mm. I'll get time. I think I'm doing it. But I'ma definitely be the I'm keeping the change. You better hope I get what you what you requested, and don't talk to me afterwards. You can only do so many requests. Your only request, if you're asking a stranger, is type, and enough money to buy that type, and that's it. Yeah. Very accurate. Speaking of alcohol, just one second. Okay. We we uh, got off track, Jordan. Oh. Um, well, the track is this. Uh, thanks, Doja Cat, for trying. I guarantee Nicki Minaj is like an idol for her, just based on who she is and like what she represents. The same way Lil' Kim is probably an idol for her. For her. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj is as well. So this is probably like a dream collab for her. But there's a reason she was on the remix and not the album. Hmm. That's deep. That hurt. But on the other hand... Because you can look at both Nikki, uh, Doja Cat and Meg Thee Stallion. Both up-and-coming artists. Both have created their own lane. Both have their fan base and their stands now. Just like for the features, you could say the same thing. Nicki Minaj has their, uh, what are, the, the barbs. Beyonce has the beehive. All four of these queens have their own lane, their own stands, their own sound. Where... Doja recruited Nikki and she lacklustered. Meg and Beyonce created something magical. And to get hear Beyonce rap. And I'm not a big Beyonce fan. <laughs> I'm literally not a fan at all, really. I acknowledge that she is the absolute best. She is the Michael Jackson of our generation. Blah blah blah. But I'm not here for the stands and shit. But to listen to Beyonce spit bars. I was like, this shit go hard. I, I might need a Beyonce rap album. 
So what he's referring to is that there is a Savage remix out there. And even if you don't know who Meg Thee Stallion is, even if you know who Meg Thee Stallion is but never recognize her music, you know what the song Savage is. Because if you are on the internet, you've heard Savage. Yeah. And now there is a Savage remix with Beyonce, which is a natural progression of things with Meg being up and coming and doing what she's doing. And then also she's from Houston. Beyonce's from Houston. They linked up. The album art is all about Houston. With a horse on it. <laughs> um, yeah, horse and bees. It was kind of natural for that and to come together. That was uh, Meg Thee Stallion's dream collaboration. Anytime she would be asked, uh, "Who was your dream collab? Who do you want to work with?" It was always Beyonce. Like in 2019, they asked her. I think in 18, they asked her. 2018, like, "Who do you want to work with?" She would always say Beyonce. Like somehow, some way, and then she fucked around and met Beyonce and Blue Ivy, and you know that picture that was floating around, where it looked like Blue Ivy was just orchestrating all the, all the fuckery. Because <laughs> uh, she so, went to the New Year's party at their house. Yeah, uh, so it's good to hear, hear B spit bars. The, everything she gave us a solid sixteen, twenty four, just pure, just. <laughs> Beyonce shit talking. Yeah, it was. My immediate reaction, and I tweeted it. I tweeted I tweeted a lot this week, y'all. Um, was who wrote for Beyonce? Who did it? Yeah. Jay Z said know. he and never then, writes. So I saw a lot of memes of him writing stuff down and people being and like putting the lyrics of the from the Savage remix like over as the caption. Uh but this but is yeah, the I first time Beyonce's rapped. So I also don't think it would be Jay-Z. That's not really Jay-Z's lane to, rap, to write stuff like that, like sh- talking shit from like a female's point of view. That's not something mm-hmm. I would see him doing. And there's plenty of ghostwriters out there to write that shit. Yeah. So I'm thinking it was somebody else. So what I want to know is who, and I like went through the production notes, but I don't know enough about music to understand or know, because Beyonce is credited as a writer. They're all credited as writers, but I need to know who came in with the bars and was like, hey, you can do this? Maybe I want to know how that went down. Meg ain't right then. Damn. <laughs> why you why you fuck with that Shan Hottie like that? She can have talent. I just don't think it was her either. That just didn't seem like a flow I know. So I want to know who. Well, that would be the uh, skills of a talented writer if they're able to write in a whole nother flow. Because uh, Lil Yachty. Writes for city girls all the time, and you would never know if he never said anything. Yeah, but I followed Meg Thee Stallion long before like she really was popping when she was just doing the parking lot freestyles. And I, I mean, I could be wrong. I just don't see that happening. Mm. No, and nothing down on like her flow, but I just don't see her doing multiple styles. It just didn't feel like her to me. And I could be wrong, but I just don't think so. Okay. And also, I think she's a big enough stand of Beyonce that she would have never been able to be like, so I wrote something down. Do you want to read it? Do you think, what do you think you're going to do? Yeah. Or maybe just Beyonce is as great as all these dumbass Beehive members are saying. <laughs> she got in the booth and just spit the hottest fire. Who are the five best rappers you know? Think about it. And just <laughs> dial on that shit the fuck out. <laughs> Oh, man. I actually used a, a dialing gift this week. I use a dialing gift at least once a month. It's one of my favorite gifts of all time. Because I also loved making the band. Yeah. 
iconic. Fucked around and watched a whole lot of uh, Chappelle Show episodes a few weeks ago. Just for the fuck of it. Because I'm doing nothing. Um, the other thing I was thinking about just looking at this week is I was like, damn, that's kind of rough for Doja Cat to drop that like subpar remix literally a day or two after the Savage remix. Mm-hmm. That's kind of sad. But second of all, right now, we are currently the like leading women in the music game are literally a horse girl and an anime girl. A weeb, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like. Even weirder is both of them are huge fans of anime. Uh, Meg might be a bigger fan of anime than Doja is. Doja kind of dabbles her. in the in the like aesthetics. Meg be watching that shit. <laughs> I know she shit. said something about her first crush being Inuyasha, and I was like, "Excuse you, ma'am. Okay, bruh. She she this be with the shits. This generation has so much more access." I just don't think we say it a lot and I don't think it can be said enough has so much more access to so many different things because these are things that I didn't know about until I was 20 years old yeah. and so I went to college and I live with white people <laughs> and I live with white people my whole life but live with different <laughs> kind of white people <laughs> <laughs> the upgraded version <laughs> like I was thinking about this the other day for me to be doing a podcast about memes I literally had to have my roommate sat me down and explained to me what trolls were in 2009. Mm. Cause she's like, I'm just reading threads. She was on like something back in the day, like chive or Reddit or something where there was like a thread of trolling before people trolled professionally and like got paid off of it. And she was like, yeah, I'm just reading like troll threads and they're really funny. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And it, I never crossed my mind that it had to do with like making mad, making people mad for the sake of making people mad. Mm-hmm. And she, I distinctly have this memory of like sitting in the dorm room and her being like, "Come here and let me show you," and then explaining it to me. And it and being the a doors really hard just concept opened up. Grasp. <laughs> it opened up to a whole new world. Welcome to meme land, where all your dreams come true. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So you fuck with the Savage remix. I'm definitely fucking with the Savage remix. I'm never going to listen to the Say So remix again. <laughs> that shit got deleted off my iPhone. Throw that shit in the garbage. Zero <laughs> fucks given. And here's the thing. I want Nikki to win. Because Nikki has always been, like, the epitome for me of, like, the next wave. Like, there were just, there had literally, and you can say whatever you want to say, there had not been a woman doing what Nikki was doing in 2009 since Lil' Kim. There just wasn't. Not in rap. Nobody has ever said that Nikki wasn't the next wave. Wiki, no, Wiki. Nikki was the wave. She took it over from the, you know, Lil' Kims, the Foxy Browns, even you could say like the Missy Elliott's, the fillers in between. She was the 2000, the, let's say 15, 16 but then there has been no progressions since then. It's like ever yeah. since her and Safari did whatever breakup, all the the tries and the attempts have gone on deaf ears. Like the Nikki Radio and her being upset. Who did she get mad at for coming over? Uh, number one, Travis Scott. Was it Travis she was doing Scott a lot of, 
a lot of reality TV type shit on that show. She yeah. was getting mad at everybody and just screaming she, for the sake of views and right. listens. And ever since then, it was a fall off. When she tried to come through, that's what it was. Her and the Travis Scott shit. And once when Travis beat her out, she hasn't been able to shake back. And her music has reflected that of a loser ever since then. <laughs> Uh, just, I really want her to like switch lanes and like just leave music for a second and like find like a business. <laughs> I mean, she tried acting. Spirit. Nope, not that. Um, <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> something else, like an industry. Like find your lane in something, not yeah. fashion. Don't do that. Um, and maybe she'll end up like with Jessica Alba. She has a a whole baby line of products that literally is like competing with the top brands and it's been a long time for anybody has introduced a baby brand that could compete with uh pampers loves whatever but if you go to a baby out right now you see pampers loves honest which is jessica alba's she's either it was either her company or she's a like a major shareholder and now like the face of it so like something in her life like you're not in that life anymore so something in your life has to Find that and use it as inspiration to find your next lane because this may not be it anymore. Maybe you mm. just need to be a legend for what you are and find what what's next in your life. Go be Mrs. Yeah. Petty and figure it out. Which, if you watch her documentary, which I only watch clips of, but <laughs> I'm not going to say I watched the whole thing, but from what I saw, she seemed like she was over it and like she just can't let it go because of her pride. But outside of that, she doesn't seem like she's really tapped in anymore. Like, she doesn't want to do this anymore. She wants to be stay-at-home mom. That's the biggest thing I took away from that. She wants, she has big baby fever, and she just wants to be a regular girl at home and doesn't want to do this anymore. So just let it go, sis. We can re- You either stay popular enough to remain the hero or die. see yourself become the villain or die a hero. I got there eventually. Y'all, I'm two years in, and I'm a little tipsy. But... <clears throat> Maybe just leave while you're like semi. You went past the plateau and are now on a down spot, down curve. Leave before you hit the ground. You said she wants babies. Uh, can you make babies being that plastic? Son, <laughs> ain't nothing with the plastic in her ass or her titties or her face got anything to do with her reproductive system. But also, you don't need... To have a functioning reproductive system at this point in your life, if yeah. you really want kids, and she got a money for surrogate, she has plenty of money for IVF, money for embryo implant, whatever she want to do, she can do. And there's somebody out there that would be highly blessed to be adopted by the petties, for sure. The mama, yeah. The daddy is like a convicted murderer or child molester or oh yeah, they can't adopt. They can't or, adopt. Yeah, you're right. You're He's right. A felon. They can't adopt. Thinking of yeah, popping. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man, I'm 50-50 on the remixes. Uh, but what else came out this Friday? <laughs> Strap the fuck in. Let me pull this shit out. Drake <laughs> came out with Dark Lane demo tapes. It is 14 songs of pure garbage. Pure, hot, steaming, 100 degree weather garbage. And anybody that says they fucking with this album, they're a little slow. 
I, I, I just don't get it. Now, I will say, if you love the melodic, depressing, Drake crying in his feelings, that Drake, then you're going to love this shit. If you want the <laughs> bars, Drake, I'm here to take over the world, Kendrick, J. Cole, Big Sean, ain't got shit on me, Drake, it's nowhere in this in this album. He lost it. Drake is turned into a father. And this dad has nothing but dad dad bars. He made music for his baby. He did not make music for the masses. He made shit for little Adianis to go to sleep at night. And his stripper baby mother. This was nothing for us. And Drake... I'm I'm disappointed. That's pretty accurate. I wouldn't say I'm I'm that sad about it, but I'm also I don't have high expectations for Drake. Drake for me, every time he drops something, and this is how I've been since the beginning, I don't check for it, and then he has earworms that come back to me over and over and over again. He comes to find where I, like, I get it, but the only album I've ever downloaded was Take Care, and like outside of that. And I rarely listen to it. I just don't have high expectations for Drake, so I just wasn't as I didn't have as big of a reaction quite as you did. I'm looking through his albums right now, bruh. So like, even with his other albums, what he what I tend to see him doing, I'm noticing a trend here. This motherfucker would drop like 25 to 30 songs per album, right? Yes. But that's mm-hmm. that's enough music to cover all the 80 genres that he can do in a given notice. Because we all know Drake has all the infinity songs when it comes to cultures. He's <laughs> Jamaican. He does Patois. He's black. He's white. <laughs> he's Jewish. Uh, he'll do some Jamaican every once in a while. Goddamn Spanish is probably in his repertoire. This He has done a Spanish song, actually. This motherfucker can do everything. Just like mm-hmm. more life. Shit, 22 songs. Fucking Care Package. Doing all those songs. The 17. He he can cover a lot of bases with more content. But all of this was the same like. Yeah, this was a lot of the same stuff. I honestly didn't get further than like track seven for one. But I also saw, found myself like checking out. I will say, I thought I was tripping when I was listening to this originally, but the album art on Tidal is insane. Did you open it on Tidal? Mm-mm. So it flashes between multiple images the entire mm. time you have it open on Tidal. So there's a negative version of it where his eyes turn into owl eyes, representing the brand, strong. Right. So that was an interesting thing that Tidal added in that doesn't really have anything to do with him. That was somebody else's idea. I will say of the seven songs I listen to, I fuck with When to Say When, but I feel like there's probably another song on there that's along the same lines. But I like When to Say When. What's crazy is some of the songs just sound like the uh, same song. They do. It would go to fucking six to seven, and I thought it was all number six. Yeah, everything in the middle sounded the same. That's when I checked out. This is another big thing. This is why I really didn't fuck with it, too. What Drake did for this album, which works for people like Cardi B or Meg Thee Stallion, she does it too. You know how like artists will preview a song? 
to women only? I just know Cardi has made multiple uh, platinum albums doing this shit. Like a previous <laughs> song, like, what was it? You Can't Fuck With Me If You Wanted To, or the uh, Get Pop Up, Guess Who, Bitch, Pop Up, Guess Who, Bitch. And you seem, remember the video of her in the studio? Mm-hmm. Drake did that shit for all these songs. I heard every he leaked every one of these songs before they came out. It seemed like <laughs> so all of them was like I've heard this shit on Twitter already. Like you yeah. leaked this shit to whoever the fuck you wanted to leak it to or try to make it popping before the act- album actually came out. So it doesn't even have the same like ah appeal. Like Twitter heard it first, and I'm not here <laughs> for for your secondhand fucking Twitter seen it first ass music. So. I will say that can be like a gift and a curse because sometimes I listen to things like that on a preview on Twitter or Instagram or something and then I expect more from the song than I should have because Mm -hmm. they previewed the like best part of the song but then you know there's also in the Cardi B case where it creates the sensation so that when it comes out it gets the bulk of the streams at the beginning that you need for it to become what you need it to become Mm -hmm. but yeah that's weird to Literally preview the entire track list. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Kodak Black out. is another one. The do 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 doom doom. The uh, Caribbean little sound of shit. <laughs> where it put up more hype than the actual song was worth. But you're right. Yeah. It can that help or hurt. A, a Cardi B song that came out. I was like, when the song came out, I was like, well, the only hype part about this is the chorus. The rest of this sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, but, I yeah. mean. Drake. And then I saw you get into a conversation with somebody about the fact that, like, all the music right now is, like, sad. And someone brought up Rod Wave. And can I say, Rod Wave puts me to sleep like nobody else in the business. And I he don't re- understand the appeal. He reminds me of Zero, but more depressed. And I yeah. didn't think anything was more depressing than Zero. And Zero That's is like- a Texas legend, and I would never take anything away from one of the goats when it comes to underground Texas music. But that nigga is sad. <laughs> and Rod, it's Rod Wave is yeah, Zero's child. Shit. Yeah. It's bad. I just, at some point, like, you need to go to a therapist and get out of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I understand music heals, but, dog, has anybody told you they loved you? Yeah, and does every single song need to be like this? You ain't got nothing. Nothing happy. Not a single thing. Like, you can't even, like, laugh at yourself. You ain't got a parody song of your pain. Yeah, Shit. man. The, his one know. single has has infiltrated my brain, so now I hum it if I hear it on the local radio stations. But, I mean, that don't mean I'm fucking with him. Yeah, I don't... For me, rappers who sing, not my thing. <laughs> Period. Dude, I see them bars right there, though. I see you trying <laughs> I see you trying. I feel it. But that wasn't intentional. Like, outside of, like, Outkast, you really... And then, of course, Crit sings a little bit. But for you to, like, make that, like, your thing, I would... If I want a song at that pace, I'm going to go to R&B or, like, Soul or something blues, something along those lines before I'm coming to you. <laughs> That's not what I want you for if you can't actually sing. Like, there's an occasional melody situation that I can, if it's a vibe, I can roll with. But that needs to be, like, something that picks the song up, not slows it right back down. Hmm. 
and like makes me want to groove to it, not make me sad. I want to say, I roll woman here. Let me get to my edge before you you chop down my throat. Crit and Rod Wave aren't too far along when it comes to. Uh, I want to say the way they ride a beat. Like Raw Wave is talented enough to be recognized, but its content is trash enough that nobody wants to listen to it. If you're an upbeat person, Raw Wave isn't going to be your style because it's nothing but depression. Crit is talented enough to his style can range. His content can range from fucking sad shit to happy shit to in between. But they both are melodic artists. Like, they both are a lower tone, I guess. Well, and honestly, that comes from being from the South in general, too. Because that's some shit that, like, UGK kind of pushed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the beginning anyway. So, it's natural for that to be an influence. But for it to kind of be, like, what you're known for, now you got time. Yeah. Yeah, Rod Wave isn't happy at all. I don't think I've seen that nigga smile. The littest I've seen when that video, when it was like pumping them up, when it was in the uh, studio, and they had to like revive him, and he got like lit in there, and that was probably the happiest I've ever seen him. And I don't even know if that was Rod Wave. That could have been somebody else. <laughs> I wish I could find, there was a song on a playlist that I heard that was fucking crazy. How dep- like, And the song itself was a vibe as far as like the beat and everything. But the lyrics were so crazy. And I was like, these kids these days just don't care. They will literally say anything and everything. And at some point, the studio is only going to help so much. Yeah, Like, but you really you, need to go talk to somebody. But, B, if you think about it, the world is sad. Uh, I mean, he, yeah. He does appeal to a certain crowd criteria, you know, demographic, if you will. Uh, and a lot of my people are sad as fuck. Uh, so I could see why he is popular. I could see if you're going through some shit, you want to listen to some sad shit, but you don't want to be no punk and listen to some R&B and some TLC or some <laughs> shit. Rod Wave may be the, the wave you go towards, pun intended, but uh, nah. I'm going to just go, like you said, straight to R&B. I'm going I'm to listen to some sad shit if I want to listen to some sad shit, not some I'm pretending I got money and all this shit. But deep inside, <laughs> my daddy left me when I was two. And my mama ain't made me sell drugs when I was eight. I don't know. Stupid shit. Like, nah. It ain't for me. But shout out to yeah. Rod Wave because, you know, that man is talented. Just I don't know name. what song I heard. And I wish I could find it because it was, like, really wild. And I was like, this what y'all doing? Okay. I guess. It was like, I feel like I felt like how parents felt about kids in like the mid nineties that were listening to punk uh grunge rock and we're like, are y'all okay? Is everything yeah. okay? And we're like, no, I just like the music. <laughs> it doesn't mean that's how I feel. <laughs> we're we're turning into that age where our we our are. music is our music and we only want to hear from our guys. And if something else comes <laughs> up I mean, I'll listen, but that don't mean I'm going to like it. Yeah, and that don't mean I'm going to add it to my playlist. That's been us for the last 40 minutes, actually. <laughs> so, where do we go from here? 
Talk about uh, some more young we, kids. These goddamn TikToks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's get in it. Um, which thing? Which one? Where do you want to go? Uh, I like the millennials reacting to TikToks. Let's start with that. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to insert that one in, but it's kind of hard to understand without the labels over them. But you kind of get what's going on. Who's the millennial and who's the Gen Xer? Gen so Z. We'll put Gen Letter. Fuck them niggas. <laughs> Gen X and Gen Y are before us. Okay. <laughs> I hear you, Jordan. I hear you. This place ain't so bad. Another one? Why do y'all keep coming here? Excuse me, but I'm an adult. I'll go wherever the hell I want. Well, you don't belong here. We're the social media generation. Bitch, we made social media. Check your facts, fetus. Uh, do you, like, even understand the For You page? Do you even understand a 401k? No. What does that have to do with anything? Hello? Oh, shit. I forgot you were even here. Are you already drunk? Yes. I'm always drunk. Bullet in the house, zoomed in the house, in the board. Left foot slide, right foot. Uh, my favorite part of that whole thing, because I've been saying this to my brothers because they're Gen Z. Uh, mm-hmm. I say it all the time. Like, you don't even know what a 401k is. <laughs> and they'll be like, <laughs> motherfucker, what is it? And I don't care anyways. Like, that's my favorite thing because I feel like that is the ultimate adulting when you start your 401. <laughs> yeah, um... It's just really funny because now, in one way or another, either by curiosity or because their kids wanted them to, millennials have infiltrated TikTok. But y'all not welcome. No matter how many times and how many different challenges you do, and no matter <laughs> what you do, they don't want us there. <laughs> and we'll never be cool, guys. It, to me, it's, it's always weird to see someone dancing. And then TikTok being a lower right-hand corner. And that shit just loops for you. And when they're my age, and again, sis, I love you, uh, friend who's listening, hopefully, to this moment, if we haven't pissed her off about the Beyonce shit yet, uh, or anything else we've discussed, that shit ain't for us. Like, stop them TikToks. That shit ain't cracking. We need to be stopped. We need to put out an order to stop Anybody from 28 to 35, once you get to 40, it's cute again. But our generation can't be cracking with the TikToks. I um was, I took a quiz the other day <laughs> of how, like, we can guess your age based on if you know these TikTok slang words or not. And I'm trying to find it again because it was fucking wild. Because for one... They have taken over some words that we had before, and they can't like, take our words, Jordan. No, they've redefined them. Okay, here we go. I found the quiz. Let's do the quiz. I'm gonna let you okay. do it because I already did it. Okay, Let's go. so 
this says, what is this called? And it's a picture of some girls doing the like hand rolling motions. So your choices are a combo, a duet, a challenge, a copycat. And it's both of them side by side. A copycat. That's wrong. I don't know. It's a duet because it's the two of them together. I chose challenge the first time I went through, so I was wrong. <laughs> okay. What's it called when someone is the best at something? We'll use twerking as an example. Are they the CEO of twerking, the twerk master, the king of twerking, supreme ruler of twerking? The twerk master? That's wrong. <laughs> it's the CEO of twerking. I got that one right. Um, what's this dance move called? And it's uh, James Charles with his ass poked out to the screen. Burn the image in your mind. Is it called a body roll, a hitting the woe, the clown, or throwing it back? Throwing it back? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> What's the name of the main feed where you scroll through popular videos? For you. The talk feed? Oh, okay, I didn't have to give you answers. That's correct, sir. Keep in mind, neither one of us have TikToks. <laughs> I, I browse the app every blue moon, but I oh, you have got not, a TikTok. Yeah, I've never created an account or posted <laughs> anything. Okay, what does someone on the app possess when everyone thinks they're great? Your answers are the cheer, the stand, the mob, or the hype. The hype. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, what does it mean if someone comments the emoji, this emoji on a TikTok, and it's the emoji of a fishing rod with a fish on the end of it? Hmm, what are my answers, Jordan? They think the poster is fishing for compliments. They think the poster is a catfish. They caught the poster doing something bad, or they think the poster looks like a fish. <laughs> uh, they're fishing for comments? That's what I thought, too, and it is correct. Yes, that no. is the correct answer. Which of the following is not a check, in quotations, trend on TikTok? Having a boyfriend that's... I missed this so hard. Okay. Let's remind you of the question because it's a hard... Just the wording. Which of the following is not a check, trend on TikTok? Having a boyfriend that's 10 times hotter than you, check. My dad is an astronaut, check. Rich kid, check. Something traumatic happened that changed my life, check. What were the first we read it? You want me to read it how they would say it? Having a boyfriend that's ten times hotter than you, check. <laughs> My dad is an astronaut, check. <laughs> that one, that can't be real. It gotta okay, be Okay, that that's one. what I thought too. Correct. But uh, we talked about these sad-ass kids. Something traumatic happened that changed my life, check. Yeah. And then make a comedic 10-second TikTok about it. Anyway, um, what does it mean if someone comments this emoji on a TikTok and it's an hourglass emoji? Your mm -hmm. answers are, they think the video was too long. They think the video, they thought the video was boring. They think the poster has an hourglass figure. They think the poster is out of good ideas. Out of good ideas? No. It's, uh -huh. they think the poster has an hourglass figure. Get the Ow. fuck out of here. Big booties are back. God damn. <laughs> We're in the damn. 50s again. This is the one that made me mad because, well, I'll let you see. Okay. So what's a simp in quotation marks? A guy who sucks up to a girl. Someone who is done, dumb, i.e. a simpleton. A person who is really sympathetic. A girl who is really cute and shy. Let me read that again. I got a little drunk on that. Um, a guy who sucks up to a girl. Someone who is dumb. A person who is really sympathetic. A girl who is really cute and shy. Jordan, we know what a simp is. Okay. 
and they took and they it took, over. They took it. Exactly. What is simp- a simpleton? That's that's your answer. That, now we know what it's supposed to be. Us millennials know. Now what they use simpleton. That's your answer. Yeah. No, it's a guy who sucks up to a girl. We used to say simp on Twitter back in the day. <laughs> like, but that's basically what a simp is. Yeah, exactly. So they are acting like they like read. They like took it. Oh, it, it's still what a simp is, but has resurfaced with these kids who were probably in like elementary school when we were I, saying it. I thought you you overthought it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we know what a simp is. Yes, a simp is somebody. It just makes me mad. They were like. You're a millennial if you don't know this. Yeah. Anyway, I'm angry. (laughs) Okay, okay. What's it called when someone makes a video explaining what happens to them in another one of their videos? Explainer, about me, vibe check, story time. Story time. Correct. And we invented that shit on a fucking Snapchat years ago. Me and you. Years ago. Story. So you got six out of ten, right? You're not a Gen Zer. It looks like you're either too young or too old to know a lot about TikTok. Maybe you've seen a few TikTok videos, but for the most part, the platform is like a whole different planet to you. If you got a lot of free time on your hands, it's definitely an app that's worth getting into. That <laughs> is me. I've seen enough to know, but to anytime I'm on TikTok, it's one of two things. I look at one and say it's stupid, or fuck around. I'm 45 minutes just scrolling through, like, what the fuck are these children doing? This the is other insane. Thing is- this is a BuzzFeed quiz, and it says you scored better than 31% of quiz takers. So you didn't do all that great. But still, BuzzFeed, I feel like right now, is being run by millennials. Like, it's, it's definitely a millennial company. Like, it came into being with people our age when we were, like, in our 20, early 20s. And, like, we're the content creators for this company. So I'm really curious as to what the demographic for BuzzFeed is now, because I feel like BuzzFeed is, like, a wash thing. Or, like, only for our generation. <laughs> But if you think about it, if BuzzFeed wants to continue on, they're going to have to fucking whitewash all the millennials out and bring in some gent. It's it's time to (laughs) boot us out. It's time to gentrify. But I'll put put a link to that quiz on our social so you can go take it because it is hilarious. Yeah, man. Take the quiz. Let us know what you get. If you get over eight, square up, dog. You're too young for us. But I want you to continue to listen, so I'll let you win. Yeah, because then you can know. We'll let you infiltrate the system. Yeah, man. And you can just educate us on all the dumb things that we think we're we're knowledgeable about, but we're obviously wrong. We'll appreciate you for that. But yeah, I I got not as many questions wrong, but I still got some other things wrong. So I also got a not not part of the Gen Z. But this shit is wild. In other TikTok news. Yes. Did you see the, let me make sure I'm quoting it right because it's my favorite. Let me go to Twitter. Why are you looking? I looked for an update to Quarantine Cutie and there hasn't been another installment. I will let y'all know as soon as possible. Thank you for that update. (laughs) Uh, The TikTok of whoever dumbass white person this was, but uh, <laughs> he says, play this TikTok with your man and record him. Uh, so he says, what's good, shawty? Your man still around?
Yo, what's good, Shotty? Yo, man, still around? Uh, around the woman supposed to do this around their man and just get his reaction of making it seem like, you know, the girl ex answers the FaceTime with her actual man around. And there's compilation videos of it. Uh, the first few are funny. Um, but it's just a crazy concept. Like, what would you do if your significant other answers a FaceTime and is 100% aware that you have somebody, but just ask, are they around? Just boldly. I would have been the one that, like, pretends like you didn't hear it, (laughs) but you're definitely, like, they're the ones that think, like, if I don't, because they're thinking that she's looking at the phone, so they, like, don't turn their heads. There's only, like, two of them. But you can see them, like, their body visibly, like, stiffen. That would be me. Like, I might be into something, but at this moment, I am listening to your conversation, bitch. Like, wait until you get off this phone. And, like, listening to, like... But my immediate reaction would not be to, like, fully, like, flip around like some of them and, like, be angry. But you better believe when you get off this phone call, it's on and popping, sir. (laughs) Let's go. One or two things... Could be true, cause Jordan, I could call you and say, "What's up, Shotty?" I wouldn't say, "Is your man still around?" I'd call your man by his name, but it would just be me. That's what I'm saying. But the the wording and the way he says it is yeah, is some real. I'm trying to stay up stick right now. Stay up stick now. Like it, it had the the same vibes of if you got in your girl's car and the passenger seat is leaned back. It had the same vibes of like. What the fuck is going on in here? There's <laughs> that be day. some that be some real motherfucker talk. Uh who been in this car? Nobody, my friend. Nah, your friend ain't no six foot eight ass nigga. Uh I need to know why this like, car seat could, back. Yeah, it's very like small and and not significant whatsoever, but at the same time it's very, very, very fucking significant. What the hell is going on? Yeah, uh if Diva was to do that to me, uh I'm getting the fuck up and I'm getting the phone. I'll answer Diva phone if somebody say something. Like, even if Diva don't want to talk, sometimes I'll just answer it. Especially if it's like a family member. I'll talk to a family member for a while. and be like, okay, Diva said she don't want to talk. But if I hear a nigga say, what's good, shawty? Is your man around? I'm forced <laughs> gump into the phone, bruh. I got questions. Who the I, fuck is this? this? And why did you not acknowledge me by she- name? Yeah, and that was just a weird, that's a weird way, like, literally, because in the TikTok, the sound that you hear is the ring, the pickup, and then him immediately speaking, like, they do this all the time, too. Yeah. Like, nah. (laughs) If you cheating, you don't even have the acknowledgement for your nigga to know me by name. That's where I I might be the most upset. Is (laughs) your nigga and not your, yo, where's Chuck? Where's... And why is he calling you shot? Yeah. Like, if a, if a girl called my dude and was like, what's up, baby? Excuse you? Baby? Who's baby? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you. that's, that's damn near square up material. And then shame on them for answering the FaceTime. <laughs> exactly. That's the biggest thing, is the disrespect of, I am literally two feet from you, and you're going to answer this shit? Like, yeah. I can't hear it? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's how you should know it was a fucking a prank. Because it's it, just simple one-on-one on cheating. Don't answer the other but person's it, call. 
there and there is though like a physical reaction from your body to like your significant other picking up a phone call. Just in general, the ring and the answer of like, oh, that's a FaceTime. That's a different type of call, first of all. Second mm-hmm. of all, whenever the person you're with, maybe not for you because you've been with her for so long, but like for me, whenever a dude answers a phone around me, there's two thoughts going through my head. One, this is someone that he's comfortable enough talking to around me. And like two, is it a family member? Is he going to tell them where he's at? Mm. <laughs> I'll be there yet. Is that happening? Ah, uh, That's that dating shit. With us, it's like <laughs> ring, ring. Most of the time, shit, like you FaceTime me the other day. I was sitting there chilling. Diva ended up being on the phone. So I ended up just walking mm-hmm. out the room. Because uh, she, <laughs> she was, <laughs> she likes to talk. That's her favorite thing to fucking do. So she was talking a mile a minute. So I was like, let me get up because I can't hear shit. But eventually I came back and then just angled the phone and you FaceTime both of us. Like, we was just sitting there chilling. Uh, so yeah. that's kind of the protocol. Like, if you FaceTime it, unless it's like something urgent, you should kind of angle it. Our player one-on-one rules is you let the motherfucker know who you're on the phone with, who's in the room, just in case somebody says something out of pocket. Or just in case it's some confidential information you don't want everybody to know. Like, hey, what's up? I'm I'm in there with Diva. You know what I'm saying? We didn't watch TV. Blah, blah, blah. And then you had a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so It's like on reality shows when they're like, I might, before they before they start talking. Yeah. They pick up the phone, don't even say hello. They just say, I might. I'm on exactly. camera. You're being filmed. You got to know, man. Because if not, shit can get spread. This triggered a memory for me where I was dating this dude in college and I went to his dorm room and there was some lashes on the dresser. And I was like... He said they were caterpillars, huh? <laughs> said, I, and see, that's... What I would do is I just don't even ask about it and then I I leave and then we never talk again. <laughs> that's, that's my response. Like, you're not going to know that I care. So I'm just going to ghost. And it could have been like your mama's. But I'm mad, so I don't want to talk about it. So I'm, I was just like, all right, well, I'll see you later. And in my head, I was like, bitch, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's my reaction. Can't... So that would have been my reaction to the phone call. We might have to change your name to Casper. <laughs> or Casperette. <laughs> Did Casper ever have a female friend that was a ghost? Um, Possibly. There was a lot. Did Wendy of, ever like, die? Stop it. I don't know. I didn't watch. I didn't even really watch Casper. So you do understand what Casper is, though, right? Yes, Casper's a ghost. He's a friendly ghost. He was a boy that died and became a ghost <laughs> and yeah, haunted yeah, yeah. Wendy because they moved <laughs> into fucking Casper's house and that nigga was annoying. <laughs> Casper and Dennis the Menace are the two most annoying '90s, '80s stories that we watched and thought were cute, but like Dennis the Menace <laughs> was a dick. And should have been put in CPS. And Casper was literally a haunting. That was a child. Yeah. And made it seem So cute. things like that always gave me anxiety when I was little. Like people breaking rules, like getting people in trouble with shit that they can't do anything about. That stressed me out. I didn't like even Stevens. I didn't like, I've never really watched Jens the Menace. Like didn't like Casper. That was not my thing. I was a child who spoken to aggressively or like, pointedly would immediately cry you didn't have to yell at me 
just chastising me in any way, ball. <laughs> so shit like that really stressed me out. <laughs> Man, I hope my daughters are like that. Little sidebar. <laughs> uh, just to let y'all know what's going on in my life. Uh, my wife is 32, 33 weeks pregnant. She hella far along. Uh, I set up all the baby room stuff. Uh, set up the crib, the dresser, and the chandelier. Speaking Round of, of applause. Adulting. Exactly. Round <laughs> of applause for me. Uh, and so, yeah, and we're working on our diaper bags now. So, we're getting close to the date. Uh, the plan is, you know, whenever we have our baby, I hopefully still can record. Maybe you'll just hear a crying child in the background or we'd have to figure <laughs> that out. But, uh, yeah, we're... We're almost near the date, so everybody, you know, send one up to that. Send a text to Jesus for me. Appreciate you. <laughs> that was a Dalton corner. That's enough of that now. Uh, so, yeah. What other TikToks? Are there any the other others? I saw that I do like is... Um, millennials being like these kids and how they dance now and how we were dancing and like having their kids in the background so like Mm -mm. they'll tell their kids like they'll have their kids standing right there and be like watch me do this tiktok real quick and they'll start tiktok dancing and then it'll change to like to the window to the wall and they'll start like bucking (laughs) that shit is funny and the kid is like horrified like mom stop (laughs) yo that's where it's at, for real. If we're going to take over this TikTok shit, we need to just put mm-hmm. it back to the MySpace. MySpace music. Let's get this shit to the young Jeezy, the Kanye West of old, and get this shit cracking. If we're going to do it. The 50 cents. Something that you should try to do, too, I did it on a Zoom call with some friends the other day, is if you never shut down your MySpace, but you don't remember your login or your username... Google your name and MySpace. And for some of you, that's not even necessary. Like for me, if I do my first and middle name, because that's what my profile name was, and then go to Google Images, there's um, only so many with that first and with those two names combined. So one of the things I'm immediately going to find is my MySpace profile picture (laughs) and go look at your MySpace. You're welcome. You're going to be stuck on that thing for an hour and a half. (laughs) I deleted mine because... My old best friend in high school. We're still cool now. But uh, there were rumors going around that he said that I changed. And for me, some weird-ass, dumb-ass social media funeral, since I changed so much since I got in college, I deleted my MySpace. And God, it was so many good pictures that I didn't have the right mind to save. Before I deleted my MySpace, God, like when they say pictures worth a thousand words, that's the only time I think like, yeah, that's right. When like the pictures like that from 04 to 09, like I had gold on there that would probably be printed yeah. somewhere. I um, I need to go through and take the pictures from my MySpace because they're not anywhere else. And I can tell that MySpace is starting to like slow down and that. The for if nothing else, because I think they found their own lane and there are still people on MySpace, but the format of the way things were then is not working with the site anymore. 
and the way that things were uploaded, you can tell, because I used to be able to go and pull any pictures from there, and now there are certain pictures that won't even load anymore. So I need mm. to go and pull what I can, because it's about to die. So now's the time. Go look. Because if there's anything you want, pull it now. Because it's about to quit on anything that's left over from 07, 08, 06. Mm. But it is an interesting time warp that will get you, like, <laughs> you'll be there for an hour, at least. Just Do it like, for what me. the, what the fuck? Do it for me and for the people that say you've changed. Go to your MySpace, save them photos, man. And if you got kids that are on TikTok that you're trying to like relate to, just be like, look at our TikTok. Yeah. They had a lot more features. <laughs> and it was big to, pressure uh, on who's your top four or top eight. Top eight. W- mm-hmm. I had top four for a minute. Ooh, let me see who's in my top. I know Charlotte was up there. You were up there. Tiki was up there. Vincent, Lacey. Ty, for some reason, is coming up to mind. I used to um, play with my ex-boyfriend all the time. Anytime I was mad at him, he came out of my top eight. Anytime we were good, he went back to number one. (laughs) Anytime, and it's left on, I was clearly mad at him the last time I logged into MySpace because it was either my play brother, Kevin, or him. And it was one or the other. So yeah. if he was gone, we it was it was bad. But if he was there, then it, then you don't need to send me no messages because I'm not entertaining them right now. <laughs> Boy, roast your shit. Who's your top four right now? <laughs> but you have thing, to recreate my space. Right now. Right now. I've never done something so petty. Something so petty. You have to do it right now. I really couldn't do that right now. I wouldn't do that right now. <laughs> You don't want to leave nobody off? No. And I never went down to a four. I always had eight or 16, first of all. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would never. The thing, though, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting here talking about these kids and, like, being sad and shit, but two things. One, that fucking profile song, I used to put all my feelings, all yeah. my feelings into my profile song on my MySpace. My songs used to be so sad, but then also so lovey-dovey because when I was on MySpace, I was so in love. You can tell me nothing. I had, <laughs> for the longest, my profile song was Always and Forever by Heat Wave because that was my boyfriend at the time's parents' wedding song. <laughs> and I still love that song because of that. <laughs> oh my god, high school is so weird. <laughs> I hope y'all making the same face I'm making. I'm thoroughly confused. <laughs> back Lord. to me in like a rush I, for, I had a second point but I don't remember what it was <laughs> meanwhile oh, mama okay what was it <laughs> um, that's the name that's the title of this podcast <laughs> always and forever by heat wave <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm gonna wait for everybody to get to one minute and six, one hour and six minutes and be like, the fuck? She did what? That's love, boy. I can't breathe. Oh. Keep laughing because I gotta write this down because I know I'm gonna forget. Um, the other thing is, um, this week, oh my god. Okay, this week, I don't know if y'all remember, but Facebook used to have notes where you could just write shit for some reason. It was like blog posting on Facebook. It didn't last long. But I, our senior year of high school was insane. If there was ever a senior year to compete with our shitty-ass senior year, it would be quarantine graduation. <laughs> there, But I still, like... I'm not in the vein of, like, we thought we had it bad. Look how bad it could be. We still had it pretty fucking bad. Um, and I really can't get into, like, everything that we went through. But it was just, like, we didn't have a principal. They didn't let us do the shit we usually got to do. We had new rules every day. Every time we tried to have fun, that was, like, not, like, us being dickhead teenagers. There was definitely that where us we were, like, being assholes. And they were, like, stop being assholes. And we were mad because someone told us to stop being teenagers. But there was stuff that was expected of our senior year that got taken away that was no fault of our own, but the fault of other people and then new administration coming in thinking that that was going to solve the problems that had been happening before. Anyway, besides all that, we just were so disappointed in our (laughs) senior year and we're so sad and we talked about it every single day. And to this day, I still remember our graduation day. It was May 28th at five o'clock. Because we said it all the time. We would always say, you know what? That's fine. Because May 28th at 5 o'clock, we out this bitch. Like, we used to say that shit all the time. That's how bad our senior year was. Like, we could not wait to leave. And we all loved high school. Our 10-year reunion was really full. We talked about this, how we are all still friends. And it didn't have anything to do with, like, us, like, being the typical archetype of, like, high school sucked and I never want to come back. We loved it. But our senior year was such trash that I wrote a poem. This is probably the last time I wrote a poem in my entire life about our senior year and posted it as a note on my Facebook. And for some reason, those notes still fucking exist because it popped up as a memory on one of our friend's pages. And then she sent us a screenshot and the teen angst in that poem is so insane that maybe I should understand why these kids like this music. And they so sad because at this point in your life, you just swear your world is ending over like, Shit that's not that serious. And some of them are going through some shit that is, like, life-changing and is world-ending. Yeah. And they still got to figure out how to move on from it. Yeah, this is... Oh. 2020 is definitely going to be a year. It goes down in the history books. Uh, is It's going to be teenagers, adults alike, that come into 2020 one way and leave out another way, where they are listening to Rod Wave and nothing else. So, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, on the on the same tip, though, and also like the same thing that I've been saying is, and I've said all the time is, these kids have access to information that we never had. So hopefully, and it won't be all of them. Some of them are still going to do what we do, which is repress shit, drink it away, find other vices to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them have more information on the importance of mental health and also better access to solutions for mental health wellness. If I had, which is not. 
if I had access to a therapist or uh, someone to talk to outside of my circle, I would probably be in another place than what I am now. And I love the spot that I'm at. Like, this has been mm-hmm. nothing but a blessing. But if I had someone in 08 and 09 to talk to, to help me through the demons I was battling through, I, mm-hmm. there's no telling where I could be. Like, so just for if a I teenager. Seen, yeah, if I would have seen the, the internet, the things that I see on the internet now that have helped me process so much pain from 05 to 09, 05 yeah. to like 12. Like, just people talking about what anxiety is as opposed to what you think it is. Yeah. And realizing a motherfucker had anxiety because graduating, you think, is, like, so exciting and you can't wait to leave. And then suddenly you get there and the things that are planned out ahead of you that were, like, if so when you leave high school, it feels like you're going to just a bigger version of high school. But the fact is, it is so much different when you right. get there. And there's no amount of people telling you that it's going to be different that explains that to you. And the beginnings of adulting are so stressful and so anxiety-inducing. And to have at least even known that that's what I'm going through would have been yeah. leaps and bounds helpful at that time. Right. Especially through them college years, man. Sheesh. And we had... the. And, uh, it's hard to say because my major was psychology. And we were privy and understood a lot more of what our campus, campus had to offer when it came to, like, therapists that were on call. Or you can go to, you know, the psychologist and speak to them. But even then, there was still a stigma of, like, seeing a therapist meant more than what it was like to see it there. Yeah, it means. feels like those are the people that are the subjects of your talk, but that can't be you. Yeah. And those are the patients or other people, but it can't be you. Right. Versus now, like I have a cousin who has a working on a PhD and she's a licensed therapist now and she sees a therapist, but the talks have advanced so further than what they were in 13, 14, 15 five years later, you know, it's a whole lot. Mm -hmm. It's a broader understanding of what it means to seek help or what it is to see someone to help you better understand something that's going on in your life. And I can't wait to go back to my therapist. So, uh, I'm here for all that shit. So. And it's like a normalized conversation instead of it being a clinical or a lecture. It's a, just a normal everyday. Yeah. You got that too. Yeah. Me too. Let's crack jokes about it. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Instead of feeling like you're the only one that's going through it and everybody else is handling this shit way better than you are. <laughs> right. Adulting sucks. You hear that, Gen Xers, <laughs> Gen Zers, whichever generation y'all are? Fuck y'all. This, uh, <laughs> what is this shit I'm drinking? Capricillo? Charles got some of that Facebook liquor. That Facebook sangria that everybody was talking about two years ago. That's 13%. Yeah. Technically 14 so my words are going to start slurring in a second and I already slur <laughs> as it is. Simply. So we're going to have to wrap this shit the fuck up, fam. Yeah. I, go to sleep. I told you that shit was going to sneak up on you because we all 
The other thing that I did this week is I watched Drumline for the first time in a long time because they used to make us watch it in high school every single day. Mm-hmm. And then, so they they did like an old school, not an old school, that's not what they called it. Because it's not old school, but it is old. It was some kind of a marathon on VH1. So they played... Drumline? Is it called Love Don't Cost a Thing? Yes. No. What's Classic. Okay, I can... Okay, Love Don't Cost a Thing, then they play Drumline, then they played ATL. I caught the end of Love Don't Cost a Thing, watched Drumline, watched ATL. Even though I told myself, I'm going to watch pieces of Drumline and then go do some stuff, I got locked in. And then I told myself I wasn't going to watch ATL, and then I saw Nunu, and I got locked in. <laughs> Who would have found And <laughs> we are, like, the shit that goes on in those movies that seems so normal and even ahead of time at that point is so old now. It's just so funny. And then Drumline made me go look up old band pictures. And then these kids that I was, because the only pictures I have are from my senior year. So the kids I were in band with was like saying, wow, that was such a long time ago. We're so old. And I was like, fuck y'all. I'm going to be 30 this year. Yeah. Got y'all mid Square up, children. You know nothing. As soon as quarantine's over, I have to go to the doctor for my washed ass knee because it's disintegrating. Damn. For no reason. All I did was play a little bit of volleyball. Done. Bro, I thought you was going to say something entirely different, and I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> Why? Why would I say that? I don't know. Why would I you go know. there on the podcast? You never know, man. Them prickly pears may be doing something to you. Oh, that has a different meaning in that in that lane, I feel like. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the mad it's a mean x-rated version. (laughs) (laughs) A shiner prickly pear. And I love them. And they're only going to last for the summer because they're a seasonal beer. And with that being said, I'll only be able to drink them in the house because there will be no summer. All right, B. Wrap us up, fam. So what we learned this week is we may be washed and we may not be with the latest music trend. But you'll never see us make a TikTok. So who's really losing here? Them them a big, them a huge facts. Because if you think about it, (laughs) we ain't made no TikToks. And what you ain't ever gonna do until my daughter is like two or three, and hopefully TikTok is dead, is make a fucking TikTok. I will (laughs) not until she finds out what that app is and I'm cooked. (laughs) But anyways, whatever you do in these streets, just don't be the next meme. Holla. Deuces. Hey, man, if you just enjoyed what you listened to, please be sure to like, comment, review, and share to all of your social medias. And we are on certain socials on Instagram at You Mad It's a Meme and on Facebook at You Mad It's a Meme Podcast. And make sure you go and like, comment, and share those posts as much as you possibly can. Also, man, if you want us to talk about something specific, uh, something you've seen on your timeline, something that you got fake mad at, be sure to hit us at you mad at some mean podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.